Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. All right, welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome. This is the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And as always, I am your host, Richard Holdridge. Happy to be here on a Monday as we have got a great Monday of sports. Going to give the Masters recap. The Atlanta Braves in a four-game series against the Cincinnati Reds. And the NBA playoffs are set. Well, at least the play-in games are set. All right, so congratulations to Scotty Scheffler for winning the Masters, the number one ranked golfer in the world. But the big story coming out of Augusta was Tiger Woods. First, he shot a minus one on Thursday. He makes the cut on Friday. And I know that we can criticize he had one of his worst Masters rounds in history, shooting a 78 on Saturday. But just the simple fact that he was playing, and not only playing, he was playing on Sunday. I called it. I said that Tiger was going to play on Sunday, but he was not going to be in contention. I did not call Scotty Scheffler winning the Masters, but Rory McIlroy, one of the favorites. I thought Rory McIlroy could have been one of the favorites to win. He has a record-setting fourth round and gets second place. So Tiger Woods is hoping to play in the U.S. Open. The next major is actually the PGA Championship. The U.S. Open will begin June the 13th through the 19th at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. And Tiger Woods wants to play in that tournament. But the next major championship is the PGA Championship. And that will be May 19th through the 22nd at the Southern Hills Championship course. I love golf. I'll talk golf all day on the show if it has something to do with the majors we have big sporting events coming up april nba playoffs major league baseball just kicked off you got the kentucky derby the first weekend of may the atlanta braves they split the series with the cincinnati reds and you know they won their opener they lost they lost their opener they won seven to six on friday although kidley jansen was a little shaky saturday They come back and get a stellar pitching performance from Jared Wright as they defeat the Reds 2-1. Jared Wright starting to look like a solid third starter right now. And then yesterday, they suffered defeat to the Cincinnati Reds 6-3 as Ian Anderson took the loss. And now they will host the Washington Nationals tonight at 7.20 p.m. Husakar Yoda will go on the mound, and I have no idea who the Washington Nationals pitcher is going to be pitching tonight. Some of your leaders for the Atlanta Braves, Matt Olson, coming out of the gate with a 571 batting average. Travis Darno has one home run and four RBIs. 
The player who's been disappointing so far is Eddie Rosario. Is he- Has there been any surprises so far in the Major League Baseball season? You know, the Tampa Bay Rays are 3-0. Yankees are 2-0 after beating the Red Sox. The Astros welcome back Justin Verlander. They could be a scary team. The Mets are 3-1. and one. They have a lot of expectations. The Padres are 3-1. and one. I mean, it's still early in the season. But how about my San Francisco Giants by getting another walk-off win against the Miami Marlins? How about my San Francisco Giants for getting the win over the Miami Marlins? But Rondon, in his debut in a loss, pitched very well. And the Giants, in all three games against the Miami Marlins, were a one-score game. Taking on the Padres tonight. You know I'm a big Giants fan. They won 107 games for a reason. And so I'm going to keep an eye on them this year. The Dodgers, just like the Lakers, so disappointing. I know it's early in the Major League Baseball season, but the Dodgers are 1-2. and two. So I'm just happy that Major League Baseball season. I'm just happy that Major League Baseball is back. And starting in two weeks, you don't want to miss it because I'm going to have guests once again, and hopefully I'll have more guests on the show. But starting on April the 25th, I plan on going back to five days a week. Now, I know, I know I said I was going to three days a week, but I plan on going to five days a week. Got so much stuff to cover. You got high school baseball. Callaway wins the AA Region 5 Championship. Congratulations to the Callaway Cavaliers. LaGrange is a very strong baseball team as well. I'll cover all the baseball playoffs for the Chattahoochee Valley. You had the Columbus River Dragons that got a win against the Port Huron Prowlers. Then they got another win in their home finale against the Carolina Thunderbirds. And the playoffs will start. The first round of the playoffs is set to start this week. So as the season wraps up, the Columbus River Dragons are trying to get that number two seed in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. So this Friday, they will have a two-game series to wrap up the season against the Port Huron Prowlers. Right now, the Columbus River Dragons are in second place with a 609 winning percentage behind them is the Danbury Hattricks with a 567 winning percentage. They do have 97 points, but they played less. They played more games. Columbus should be able to host games one and two in that first round of the Federal Prospects Hockey League and not sure who they're going to play. Speaking of, we know that the Atlanta Hawks will be playing the Charlotte Hornets this Wednesday as the Atlanta Hawks, after beating the Houston Rockets yesterday, secured their spot in the play-in game. And the Atlanta Hawks finished the regular season with a 43-39 and overall record, and they will host that game on Wednesday against the Charlotte Hornets. That is the right for the number eight seed. So this is what is going to happen. On Tuesday night, the Cleveland Cavaliers will take on the Brooklyn Nets. The Cavaliers are the number eight 
team and the Brooklyn Nets are the number seven team. The winner of that game gets the number seven seed and will play the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round of the playoffs. The loser of that game will take on the winner of the Atlanta Hawks-Charlotte Hornets game that will be on Wednesday. So let's say that Brooklyn wins. Brooklyn will be the number seven seed, and they will take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Then Cleveland, which Atlanta plays Cleveland very well. Cleveland would take on Atlanta if Atlanta is able to beat Charlotte. So if Atlanta is able to beat Cleveland, then Atlanta would be the number eight seed, and they would take on the Miami Heat in the first round of the playoffs. But what's so special about the Cleveland Cavaliers, this is the first time they're in the playoffs. If you count the play-in game as playoffs, this is the first time that the Cleveland Cavaliers are in the playoffs since LeBron left Cleveland. And LeBron is not even in the playoffs as he's decided he's done. He uh, sat out the rest of the games in the regular season, and so he's done. So this is what the final NBA standings look like as looking at the other play-in games as on Tuesday the Los Angeles Clippers will take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Clippers are a heavy underdog, but they are a much different team if Kawhi Leonard and Paul George play. So if Kawhi Leonard and Paul George play, they have a shot against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I do like the fact that the Minnesota Timberwolves have the dynamic duo of Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, and they have had a very good season. And don't count out D'Angelo Russell. He is a very good player as well. Minnesota back in to their winning ways, just like they were in the late 90s, early 2000s with Kevin Garnett, and they had all those incredible teams. So on Wednesday... We have the Charlotte Hornets taking on the Atlanta Hawks at State Farm Arena. And then you have the San Antonio Spurs taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. That would be cool if the Pelicans finally got Zion Williamson to play. But even if he doesn't play, the Pelicans still have a very talented team with Brandon Ingram and Jonas Volusianis and C.J. McCollum. They have some really good plays. They have some really good pieces on their team. So the final NBA standings right now, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference is the Miami Heat. As they did reach the NBA Finals back in 2020, the Miami Heat had a very good regular season. Jimmy Butler is an outstanding player. But my personal opinion is Miami is not a team that I'm completely terrified of come to the playoffs. They kind of remind me of the Indiana Pacers in the early 2010s when they had Paul George and Danny Grager and Jamal Tinsley and Ron Artest. And when they had all those players, the Indiana Pacers were a great regular season team. Same with the Chicago Bulls in 2011. Great regular season team. I don't know if the Miami Heat can get it done in the playoffs. The number two seed in the Eastern Conference is the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending NBA champions, and they are peaking at the right time with Giannis. Even though Giannis sat out and Joel Embiid ended up winning the scoring title, Giannis is trying to get healthy as long as they get Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and they get Brooke Lopez back from that injury. I think that Milwaukee becomes the team to beat in the Eastern Conference followed by the Boston Celtics. The Celtics were starting to reel a little bit, and then they got back on track. They are the number three seed. 
The Philadelphia 76ers is the number four seed, and they will take on the Toronto Raptors in the first round of the playoffs. The Boston Celtics will take on the Chicago Bulls in the first round of the playoffs, and these games will start next Saturday. So I am so excited about the NBA playoffs. Chicago has lost four straight. They have lost seven of their last 10, and they barely snuck into the playoffs. I know that DeMar DeRozan had a strong start, and Chicago's one of those teams where momentum is not on their side, and I think that Boston gets the victory. So it is set up to be, if Brooklyn does get the number 7 seed, they would take on the Milwaukee Bucks, and that would be a rematch of the divisional round playoff game where Kevin Durant had his foot on the line. I would love to see Miami taking on Atlanta. I think that that would be a great game. Or even Cleveland taking on Atlanta. Or even Cleveland taking on Miami. So LeBron is be would be sitting back at home watching the NBA playoffs and seeing his two former teams play each other. That would be kind of cool. All right, my favorite conference, the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns. No surprise, they're the overall number one seed. As Minnesota taking on the Clippers... The winner of that game will get the number seven seed, and they will have to take on the Memphis Grizzlies, who are the number two seed. The other playoff seeds are set. The Golden State Warriors are going to take on the Denver Nuggets. This is a rematch of the 2013 NBA playoffs where Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were up and coming, and they were able to beat Denver in that first round of the playoffs. Denver may have Jamal Murray back. So this could be a bad matchup for the Warriors. Then you have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Utah Jazz. And all these games will start Saturday and they will conclude on Sunday. So this is what's going to happen in the play-in game. If the Minnesota Timberwolves are able to beat the Clippers, they would get the number 7 seed and they would take on the Memphis Grizzlies. The winner of the New Orleans Pelicans-San Antonio Spurs game would play the Clippers. And they would have the right to play the Phoenix Suns. No Lakers. The Lakers did miss out on the playoffs. So, sorry. I know if you wanted to see the Lakers even in the play-in game, that's not going to happen this year. You know, the Lakers almost lost last year in the play-in game. That has to be the most disappointing, most disappointing hyped team of all time. By far. This, This team was absolutely terrible. So, you know, this is the type of show where I do a lot of local sports for the city of Columbus. And I got to say that Columbus State, they are ranked third in the country. And they got two out of three against North Georgia College. And what do you know? Columbus State is the first team to reach 30 wins. They are 31-6. and And their next home game is going to be against Lander on April the 14th. I just I cannot believe how incredible the Columbus State Cougars are playing. Another baseball team, I give them props all the time on this show is the the is the Lagrange baseball team out of Lagrange, Georgia, the Lagrange Panthers. What a story as they just continue their winning ways as they get a sweep over Brevard and the Lagrange Panthers are just continuing their push 
in the USA South as they are 24 and 3 overall and 8 and 1 in the USA South. And the LaGrange Panthers will play Oglethorpe on Tuesday in a non-conference game. Remember Oglethorpe defeated them a couple of weeks ago. So as many of you know, I I've been doing this show for 2 years. So I tried to do something that was kind of an experiment. I was going through the archives of this podcast and I thought, oh man, maybe it'd be kind of cool to do a best of show. And so I pulled episodes from a couple years ago, the baseball preview show for 2020, and then the show right after opening day for 2021. And I thought this was a good idea. And I, when I longer thought about it, I realized, eh, it wasn't such a good idea. So I'm going to go back to three days a week. Starting April 28th, I'll go to five days a week, and I will have guests on the show once again. Just my work schedule is not allowing me to have guests because you got to understand when I'm having a guest on the show, I'm doing a lot of editing. And there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, and when I'm on location and I'm at work, that is something that is impossible to do. Recording a show in about 20, 25 minutes is something I'm capable of doing, so that's why I, I go with the recorded shows. All right, on a serious note, over the weekend, it was shocking, but Dwayne Haskins, the former quarterback of the Washington Commanders and the Pittsburgh Steelers, tragically passed away after he got hit by a dump truck. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, say what you want about him. He was a highly talented quarterback out of Ohio State University. In fact, he beat out Joe Burrow for the starting job. He was the 2019 Rose Bowl Bowl MVP. He was selected seventh overall in the 2019 NFL Draft by the Washington Commanders. He was drafted 15th overall in the 2019 NFL Draft out of Ohio State University. And he was only 24 years old. He was weeks away from his 25th birthday. And it is just sad. No, his NFL career didn't pan out. I mean, he was a first-round draft pick. But why are the critics just talking about that? A man's life has ended, and I know that he got some critics about his NFL career. But, you know, he did have 12 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. He did come back. He did play for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year, but he did not suit up at all in the regular season. And he was looking to play another season with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I know that he was looking forward to that. And, you know, he's going to be greatly missed. It's always sad when you hear of a player that passes away. I remember when I was a kid, um, Jerome Brown passed away, the talented defensive lineman from the University of Miami. And that was a shocking deal. Um, Anytime NFL players in their prime pass away, it is really shocking. Okay, so April is going to be a very busy month of talking about sports because we've got the USFL coming up. And this is the inaugural season for the USFL. I know that it was a it was a league in the 1980s. I love that ESPN 30 for 30 documentary on the USFL. But the USFL is back this Saturday. And all the games, this is what's cool, is all the games are going to be in Birmingham. How awesome is that? 
The New Jersey Generals will take on the Birmingham Stallion this Saturday, April 16th at 7.30 p.m. at Protective Stadium. You don't want to miss it. That's like one of those bucket list moments where you probably want to get tickets. Then you got the Houston Gamblers taking on the Michigan Panthers on Sunday. Also on Sunday, you have the Philadelphia Stars taking on the New Orleans Breakers. And then on Sunday, you have the Tampa Bay Bandits taking on the Pittsburgh Maulers. Like I said, all these games are going to be in Birmingham. Not sure why they're doing that. I mean, because COVID's over. Are they doing that because they want to be playing in a bubble? They want to be playing in a bubble like it's 2020? I don't know. But I am a fan of football all year. And of course, that is this weekend, the opening week of the USFL football. We also have indoor football in the city of Columbus on April 23rd. You have the Columbus Lions taking on the Jacksonville Sharks. And the Columbus Lions improved their offensive line even better by getting the former Jacksonville Sharks offensive lineman who has experience playing for the 2017 the 2017 Jacksonville Sharks championship team. He is a veteran player. And they bring back offensive lineman Jabari Buckley. They also bring back linebacker and fullbacker Kerry Starks. Remember that they are playing Ironman rules this year. So you're going to have linebackers playing fullback. You're going to have defensive linemen playing on the offensive line. And, of course, you'll have wide receivers playing defensive back. That is always fun because you have ball hawking DBs that can catch the football. And then you have the veteran wide receivers that like to cover. Sometimes when you put those star wide receivers and those dime packages to try to get a pickoff in the end zone after a quarterback is thrown to Hail Mary. That is always going to be fun. And I'm going to try to bring a different style to the game that I'm calling with Jared, as I will be the color commentator. I'm not going to go off the rails like Dennis Miller and just get like intellectual, but I'm probably going to be more like a mixture of Troy Aikman, Chris Collinsworth, and Tony Romo. But I don't know the game as much as they do. But I will do my best to make the broadcast sound great. And I believe that the first episode of Roar Time aired this week. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I've yet to see that on YouTube. I want to see the episode of it as we filmed that a couple weeks ago before I left with head coach Jason Gibson. So check that out. If you want to see roar, if you want to see roar time, and then uh, hopefully we can get another off the wall show to wrap up the Columbus Rapids season. It's hard to believe that the Rapids ended. It ended last week. Um, exactly a week ago was the inaugural championship game in the NISL. And what can you say? The Memphis Americans won it for the women's team, and the Fayetteville Fury won it for the men's team. And how fortunate has it been? that it wasn't a Memphis American sweep. I am so glad that Fayetteville stepped up to the plate and won it for the men's team. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. I do want to thank all my listeners that have downloaded my podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel as I am on social media 
I'm approachable. I talk about comments on sports all the time. You can message me. You can inbox me. You can even say you want to be a guest on the show. I mean, I've got possibilities for guests on the show, and I love the fact that I'm able to network with other broadcasters as well. So stay tuned for Wednesday's show. I'm trying to figure out how long this is going to last. And then we will do this again on Friday. So have a great day, and we'll see you Wednesday. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is broadcasted out of Columbus, Georgia, and focuses on the local and national sports scene. I am Richard Holdridge. If you have a sports question or if you would like to be a guest on the show, just inbox me on my Facebook page, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, or on my Twitter feed. And as always, I hope that you have a blessed day. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.